Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know. This is very exciting for us all today because we have with us our very first guest. It's exciting. Hello, Alex Woodward. It's me. That was a little wicked reference just to open it up. That was beautiful. I really (laughs) enjoyed it. Uh, My name is Miranda Selwood and um, my hosts at the table today are... Kristen Barros. Julie Eisentrager. And our guest, Alex Woodward, who will be talking about... Title of the show, filling out the form. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Title of show. Um, This is, I, I absolutely adore this show. I almost produced it. Oh. And then I didn't. I thought, you know what? Alex can do a better job. Than I'm going to leave it to him. That's, that's I'm very gonna, kind. I'm going to leave it for about seven years for Alex. It's actually <laughs> a really uh, interesting show because I feel like not that many people in Australia actually know it. I will be my first to stick my hand up before I went to music theatre school. I did not know this show and I heard about it while at uni and I sort of fell in love because it's like this little four-hander and I feel like it's actually very relevant for anyone it's who a loves musicals. It's show. a theatre person show. Yeah, Absolutely. it's a musicals person's musical. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yes. we'll, we'll get to talking about title of the show in just a few moments. Oh, I got a little first, first, oh no, whoa, whoa, <laughs> rate it in, please. God, one guest in and he's already unruly. Um... But we have a little get to know you quiz. Okay. This is, uh, we've all taken this quiz, so we okay. have tested it. And it's tested and tried. It's <laughs> hard, I find it a hard quiz. I found it really hard it's too, hard actually. Quiz, so hard quiz. Yourself, okay, cool. <laughs> great, 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 great. Okay, so here is the first question Which musical character would other people compare you to? Uh, see, so you, um, put yourself in their shoes, Alex. I feel like this is really the hardest question of the get to know you. I would say either, either Evan Hansen because I'm constantly anxious and stressed. And or, your arm is in a cast? <laughs> oh, well, it has been. Um, or I would say anyone from Sister Act because I'm really fabulous. Or I would maybe. actually compare you to anybody that Jeremy Jordan has played. Yeah. Oh, I love Jeremy Jordan. Yes, Queen. You sound like Jeremy Jordan. You look like Jeremy Jordan. Stop it. I'll take it yes. though. So okay. keep going. Let's go with that. Um, all of the catalogue of Jeremy Jordan yep. done. Which musical character, however, would you like other people to compare you to? Who do you want to be? Who do you feel like on the inside? Um, I really love Cliff from Cabaret. 
I think he's this passionate, artistic, and he's like a bit of a hopeless romantic, which is absolutely very what I hopeless. Am. <laughs> um, Not which, you, him. Is, I mean, no, but like I totally am, so it's fine. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, I love. Cl- this, that's such a hard question to answer, but I'm just that's what came to my head as soon as I read it. So good, let's go it. with it. I really struggled with that one. Yeah, me too. <laughs> just, just follow your instinct. Mm. Yeah, good one. <laughs> um, so, who? What's your dream role? Who I do you want to play? I don't think I have one, but I have roles yeah, that I would love one. to you play. Have to pick one. I We're very, very harsh. One. one. You have ten seconds to pick. I can't ten. Pick one. No. Uh, <laughs> okay, the shows that have already come out. Okay, I'm going to say Claude from here. Claude from here. Well done. Oh, yes. Alex, so you <laughs> picked one. Um, does Claude participate in the nude suit? No, he's the only one that doesn't. Oh, is that why you picked yeah. him? <laughs> <laughs> he runs off. I think he's out. He's run off to war by then. Has he? Yeah, because they've all burnt their draft cards and he doesn't burn his and he leaves and everyone else gets naked. Sounds like a good Gosh. show. Sounds like a kind of show I'd watch. I'm oh, surprised let's, that let's you haven't already, Julie. For some time so I can figure out what the hell just happened. <laughs> um, all right, your favourite sometime show. Sweeney. That's, okay. that's, that's, very that's a lot for Sweeney, Sweeney now. Sweeney is so I – was, I was like, oh, Woods, oh, company. I was like, oh, lol joke, Sweeney. <laughs> no contest. Never seen it live, however – I think the movie is fantastic because I love Johnny Depp and I love Helen Bottom Carter. I don't know if that's how you pronounce her name. Sure. But I'm going to go with yes. We're going to say yes. <laughs> uh, we're not sticklers for pronunciation here. Australia. Australia. Uh, what is your go-to shower song? Anything from Mormon? Mm. Bit of Hus- oh, Hussadiga. Okay. I'm allowed to say that because I'm not swearing in English. <laughs> yeah, woohoo. Keeping the ratings down. Um, you have to delete one musical from existence. What are you getting rid of, Alex? What does not have a place in the world of anything with a dream ballet? It's time to go. Oh, it no. is time to go. You're talking. You have hit me right in the field. Two dancers. So sick of seeing dream ballets. I'm over them. Don't want them. Like, oh my gosh. As Pauline Hansen would say, fit in or off. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought we'd have a Pauline Hansen quote on this show? Wow. I hate her. I absolutely hate her. She can go, but I think that dream quote ballet. is relevant right now. All right. Um, Watch out, people trying to write a musical with dream ballets, and then Alex will not be producing your show. I don't like it. No, no. no I don't like it. Um, on that note. Oh, my goodness. Uh-oh. Ticka, ticka, it is news time. That was my uh, attempt at like an old school news intro. How's that? Um, it's a work in progress. I like, I like it. I All like right. the well, way you're going You'll have to it. wait another two episodes for my next attempt at the news reader. Amazing. Throw. I did like the production value of it, though. Thank you. <laughs> it was a very title yeah. show, I felt. Uh, all right, let's talk about news. This isn't really mm. Broadway news this week, but... Um, a little a little audition notice popped up in my newsfeed. I don't know it about anybody did. else. I thought you'd be very excited by it, Julie. Julie, I know, but you know what can you do? <laughs> <laughs> you haven't got the time. <laughs> you haven't got the time. What is it, Miranda? Well, there's going to be an Australian production of Evita. They must have listened to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> What's new? Wait, didn't when we say at one point if anyone is looking for an Evita? Well, I believe they've already cast yeah, Evita. Yeah, she's the only one. So maybe they're about to call you, Julie. 
Oh my god, I've got a call right now. Oh gosh, what's this voicemail? I ignored that call because <laughs> I didn't know who it was from. Uh, so they are looking. They haven't announced who it is, but the the Ava Perron must have been cast because they're only looking for an Ava um, alternate. But they're looking for every other role. They're auditioning for every other role. But so, are they? Well, <laughs> we're going to see people. Um, it's just nice to know that every role hasn't already been cast by, yeah. you know, as a dado. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or an ex-Big Brother contestant. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. That's exciting. Are we, are we happy about this? I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to be happy. We'll find out if I'll be happy. Well, it's opening in Sydney in the Opera House mm. and much like the um, recent production of My Fair Lady, uh, they're touting it as a reproduction of the original London Fair enough. Uh, production. So it, it's not a, a brand new thing. No. But it's happening. But it is happening. And that's cool. And we see it so rarely. Yeah. Like the rights have been locked up yeah. in this country for such a long Does time. Does Evita have a dream ballet? <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, no. Okay. A lot of uh, Argentine tango. Ooh. <laughs> a dream tango, uh, a dream tango. A dream tango is different, I feel. like <laughs> That's a bit salsery. It's a bit sexy for everyone. Yeah. I feel like it could, could, could work. So my big question is... Who do we think they've already cast as Ava Perron? Wow. Oh, no. Is it Lisa McCune? Yeah. No, no, I was thinking, no, I was actually not. thinking. Absolutely not. And she may. It so would have, to be, someone, it would have to be someone younger, right? Well, yeah, yes. <sighs> so who do we think it could be? I don't know. Maybe they haven't cast it. Maybe they're going to do some like reality TV reality show. TV <laughs> show of, like who will play? Yeah, like when they did How Do You Solve a Problem, like Maria. Yeah, Maybe. that would actually be Andrew Lloyd so Webber's TV good in show. Golly gosh! Well, Harvest Rain did. Harvest Rain, ha- but so did London. London did as well. They had a television show, which series. I may have been in. Oh, fun uh, fact. I was the uh, middle Maria. I was the third middle. to go out of the five <gasps> finalists. How did I not know this show existed? It was a I, radio it was, promotion. It was also in oh. 2000 and... It was some time ago. It was, I was, eight. It. It I was, was. a few dress sizes and smaller. Oh, so I was only like 12. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh we almost lost our, rate, our PG rating <laughs> right there. <laughs> Absolutely, you definitely would. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, um, yeah. feeling old. Hashtag feeling um, old. I don't know. It might, um, it might be. I don't know. Julie Eisentrager. It could be Julie Eisentrager. She's well, just trying to keep it a secret. Guys, not telling us. It's Opera Australia, this? isn't it? Yes, it is. Oh God, so I think straight up there, that's going to give us a hint, like a clue of where we'll be going. I don't think we're going to have our normal music theatre stars in it. Like, I mean, if you have a look at My Fair Lady, for example. That's true. Uh, lots of leads from that aren't from a traditional music theatre background. So true. Maybe they just want someone who's just going to sing it real good. I hope so. Yeah. All right. Well, let, is, let us leave that where it is. Mm-hmm. Until we know more, we can but ponder. Mm. So let's talk about Title of Show. Yay! Title of Show. So, welcome to the stage, Alex Woodward, who's going to tell us all about Title of Show. 
Yes. <laughs> so um, walk us through how Title of Show became. How did ta- mm, ta- Very good question. I wasn't into expecting the world. it all. Um, so long story short, and, you know, facts I think can be bent a little bit, so let's not, like, put this in concrete, but, you know, if we're going for, like, the rough <laughs> outline. Um, around the mid-2000s, the New York Musical Theatre Festival was formed. Um, and... Well, they decided to expand it, and part of that expansion was taking all these extra shows. Um, Hunter, one of the characters in the show and one of the writers, saw a thing about it and basically went to his best friend Jeff, hey, we should enter something into the show. Let's write a musical. Let's write a musical. And they were like, oh, submissions are in three weeks' time. We haven't really written anything. And Jeff and Hunter decide, hey, let's just write for three weeks and we'll submit. They also decided they wanted to write something original and when they couldn't think of an idea, they thought, hey, let's write about writing. So the first scene is kind of along the lines of... It's that. What it's if exactly we, yeah, what if we just... What if everything we say from now on was the dialogue in our show? And then it's like, so anything I say from now would be in the show? It's like, yes, like this, like this, and this, and this. And I think everyone gets the idea now and I can stop that terrible, terrible <laughs> I thought we were just going to get the whole show from there. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you doing my joke for me, Alex, go on. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, the, the, the plot of the show yeah, and the history. story of how the show originated and came to the, be is exactly the same. Yeah. yeah. And I think... Was there a little creative licence in the writing? Oh, they, they do say, like every show, some things are, you know, heightened and unheightened a little bit Mm. but I think the best way to kind of describe the show is um it chronicles the the a musical's journey from inception to its Broadway debut conception what inception conception yeah yeah the concept (laughs) and that's where we turn the sound effects (laughs) (laughs) when did this turn into a movie with starring Christopher um, Nolan he's actually directing congratulations it was an idea that Chris Nolan put into the heads of Hunter and Jeff (laughs) that's how it holy shit (laughs) now it makes sense however I would love to share a fun fact about we love fun facts we're all about it so Chris Stewart, who is the artistic yes. director of the Brisbane Powerhouse, mm. was actually the brainchild of making the New York Musical Theatre Festival what it A is. Thing. Yeah. And he is the person who decided to take this show onto the festival scene. So How cool is that? Yeah. Whoa. So Brisbane's Chris Stewart, who is currently at the Powerhouse, and he directed a show that I produced earlier this year as well, um, is absolutely crucial in the creation of this show actually happening. And so did, this, he, did he want to – did you approach him about directing title show? I didn't because he's a very busy man and I have a fantastic director named Ian Good on board who I love to death and who did uh, our first production of Edges with us. Oh, yes. Um, but I – in the script, it actually has a hi. This is Chris Stewart calling from the New York uh, That's Musical so cool. Theatre Festival. I just want to let you know that blah 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 blah. Oh my god! Yeah. That yes, it is, is that part in an Australian accent in the show? It will definitely be Good. in an Australian accent. Will you get the I actual Chris Stewart to, re- to pre-record it. it? There is a possibility I <gasps> might have some of it on my phone. Oh my <laughs> god! That is amazing oh my god, oh my god, you guys. because they wouldn't have had that. No. And, Oh, they might 
Mm. You have to ask Tristan find out. Yeah. And yeah. I think uh, you know Twitter what to be honest, back. I think they definitely did because I know that they had Sutton's Sutton Foster has a voicemail in the show as well. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. We can we can cover that in the cast. Actually Sutton vo- Foster's voicemail there. So Yeah. Boom. Cool. Are you getting Sutton Foster to uh, Yeah, are you using Okay, spoiler alert. You're gonna use I'm, I'm not going to announce what night it's happening. But she Sutton may will be or there. may not be on one night. Just buy a ticket to every night and you're guaranteed to maybe Sutton not see her. <laughs> guaranteed to possibly not see her because I've totally made it up. Um, so I have, a, I have a bit of a question sure. and I'm going to throw it at you because I'm not really sure who which of the rest mm-hmm. of us it really fits into. Yeah. Um, the development of the show, yep. the actual development, not yep. the one that you see, would have gone through a lot of different stages. Yes, so there was a version of the show when they submitted to the festival yep. and then there was another version of the show when they, they moved to their next yep. airing and then they went to... Um, oh, so, gosh, what was the name of the theatre? The Vineyard. The Vineyard. Yeah, and, and then, then they, then went they to moved to... la 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 It starts with an L. So at each of those points, that was that just a shorter show? Yeah, so... Were some they, of the numbers... They basically the... had the version they took to the festival and then once they got into the festival... There was things like, uh, there's songs which I'm sure we'll talk about later, but they got condensed into medleys and then they were pushed earlier on and then extra things were added, some things, other things were shortened, things were cut to make space. And presumably moved around. Yeah, absolutely. Because I I would have, I would think that some of those great songs that are at the end of the show would have had to have been in earlier versions. Absolutely, yeah. But now sit at a part of the story where that hadn't happened yet. Oh, it's so confusing. It's so cool, though. (laughs) It was like when they went, when they ended up getting the show to Broadway and off Broadway, they had to put that stuff in the show. So um, it was workshopped for a week before it went off Broadway. And then all the stuff from, so if you go online, title of show has a title of show show on YouTube, which which, is which is very funny. Which. Is all on YouTube and it's them trying to get the show on Broadway and then it's referenced again in the current version of the show. Yeah. So, yeah, all that stuff was only for the Broadway production. So, yeah. Which is so it's cool. seen many At lives. At what point in all of this was the recording of the album? No idea. Great question. <laughs> it's definitely... Maybe our producer can look it up. It was definitely after the off-Broadway. 2006. So was that yeah. before the official Broadway opening? It might have been. Mm. Because there are definitely discrepancies in the, the cast recording to the libretto that we, yeah. we're working on. Broadway yeah. in 2008. So there you go. They, so they recorded the original essentially cast. the off-Broadway version. Mm. Yes, because off-Broadway was 2006. That's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Interesting. What's really cool is some of the references have been updated and there's like, yeah, talking about when they go to Broadway, which isn't in the cast recording. So if you come along, you get to hear this cool new stuff. Yes. yes. Although you unfortunately don't get to hear the Bunus track, which is one of my favorites on the recording. Bunus. And I just found that. The Bunus well. track. I was like, oh. You have to say it like that too. Cause the Bunus track sounds really good. Bunus track. Bunus track. I was like, what? Bunus. How, how do I not know this song? I've been wow. working on this show for a yeah. solid amount of time. Well, it's, it's not in the score. Uh, anyway, we should we should talk about the official plot now that we've done the the historical historical plot. plot. <laughs> so let's move on. Yeah. 
KB, let's let's talk the plot. KB. Yeah, so like in a nutshell, the plot of this story is that two guys write a show that goes to Broadway. <laughs> All right. But we'll go through it in a little more detail. I don't want to do any spoilers because I, you guys should book a ticket and see the show. We'll tell you about that later. Um, but the show <laughs> I, I think you've already pretty much spoiled. You've gone from the start where they start to write a show to the end where they go to Broadway. So yeah, that's but maybe it. maybe they don't get to Broadway. No, but they do. You just <laughs> maybe well, we just talked about maybe it. there's something after Broadway. <gasps> like the bonus track? Like the bonus okay, track. I need to stop talking about the bonus track. Um, so the show opens um, with Jeff and Hunter, who are our two main dudes, um, discussing the possibility of entering the New York Music Theatre Festival. And they're like, guys, we have three guys, they say to each other. <laughs> uh, we've got three weeks. We want to make a mark. How are we going to do this? And Jeff is like, I don't know what to write about. And then they're like, <laughs> oh, my God, let's write about writing. And they sing a few songs about all of those things. Um, which Julie's going to tell you about later. Um, and then they're like, but we're two dudes and we should balance things out. So they hire two friends, Susan and Heidi, to come along for a ride. I like how you say hire, implying that they were getting paid. <laughs> and I'm like, Do any of us sure get paid? They would have never been getting paid. Being, being paid in pickles. Yeah, yeah. They were recruited. <laughs> there we go. As... Unpaid interns on the show. <laughs> um, so there's like some cool things that happen in terms of like the the guys are like, oh no, we've got this idea and now we don't know how to write it. And the girls are like, you should do this and you should do that and you should do this, um, which is another song that Julie's going to talk about later. Uh, <laughs> this show also, I, what I love about this show is that it's only one act. Yeah, I love that. It's only one act. Love it. It's so, it, but they also make reference in the first act of like, oh, well, we'll, we'll figure that out in the second act. But the second act never, never comes. comes. What? What? Plus, who wants a three-hour musical? I get bored. No one. And I need to wee. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's what intervals for in a three-hour musical. Um, I know, but when some, what, like you know, you see shows, and the first interval doesn't come for an hour and forty minutes sometimes. Yeah, but what does it matter? You got you you boys walk straight in there, you walk straight back out. We've it's been, not like it's a big oh, way. Oh, I feel like this is a different podcast. <laughs> than the, you know. If you guys own theatres, I suggest getting another floor. I've said it before, you should do it yeah, again. I'm pretty sure we <laughs> got before. quite distracted on this. And then <laughs> okay. it again. So, back to the plot. As the excitement um, increases... Oh, yes. Um, they're like, oh, my goodness, if this show's a hit, we could get chairs that aren't weird and mismatched. We could get diamond-encrusted chairs. Or we might win a Tony. Oh, my goodness. Um, all through this musical. Side note, sorry. Did they win a Tony, Alex? They were nominated for a Tony for oh. Best Book. Didn't get it. Oh, guys, I'm sorry. sorry. so awkward for Jeff and or Hunter. <laughs> Which one was on the book? Hunter. 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 Yeah. Hunter. But, you know, like, I think getting a Tony nom is still pretty okay. It's still pretty yeah, good. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> I'd take it. Um, what I like about this show is that it it's kind of in that, like, 21 Jump Street vibe of making comment on itself. So, like... My name's Jeff. And, yeah, like... <laughs> like Hunter sings the Tony Award song and halfway through Jeff is like, this song's been cut out of the musical and they stop singing. So it's that kind of stuff of like, oh, yeah, cool, that's cool. Um, anyway, moving on. Um, 
<laughs> then everyone starts to be like, oh, are we going to be able to do this? Oh, my goodness. Is it going to happen? Are we going to make it? We're stressing ourselves out for nothing. Heidi wonders what she's gotten herself into because she could be playing, I don't know, Ursula on Broadway. No, I believe it was a mermaid. It was a mermaid? It was, it was Ursula. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, God, uh, take it back. And Heidi, Heidi, Heidi actually went, played Ursula. Yeah, and Heidi Broadway. has, or like before doing this, Heidi had already done two Broadway shows. Yes. So in the scheme of things, girl got she, skills. Yeah, she yeah, got yeah. skills you know? and she's like, oh, what am I doing? And Hunter worries that it's like, novelty and that they're not like they've not got enough like layers to the show There's only so far you can take the you joke know it's we're a doing show it as we're doing it yeah. yeah um and then susan and heidi start getting like catty and they're like but she's better but she's better but is she better and is she gonna do a better job than me because i don't want that to happen um where am I up to? Um, cats. Susan is there like cats. Um, Susan sings, then sings Die Vampire Die, which is all about like squishing those insecurities and everyone's like real pumped yeah, up. I, and they finish the paperwork for the festival. Yay! Um, so that happens. Um, they can't come up with a title for the show. What? No. When they're filling out the form. Filling out the form. Filling out the form. So they decide to leave it blank, which makes the title of the show, title of show in those square bracket things. What are they called? Boom. Square brackets. Square brackets. (laughs) I think they're called square brackets. Surely there's an official. If you guys know the official name for square brackets, please I let us know. I feel like Zane is sitting over there with his microphone on mute going, I can't say anything, but I know the name of He's square brackets. He's there going, Zane, you to silly me. duffers, you've got it wrong. It's square right, brackets. We'll add it as a hashtag to the episode. Um, yeah, so then they get told that their musical is chosen. It goes to the festival. The festival. The <laughs> festival. They, um, they get to have fancy industry people in the audience and they're super excited about it and that the, like that it could go somewhere. Heidi and Susan become friends. That's actually like my favourite part of the show. Yeah. Like the two boys exit the stage and the girls are left there going, oh, crap, there's no one here to tell us what to do, <laughs> what do we do? And then they sing a song about it with a really cool um, Lord of the Rings reference yeah. in it, which I personally enjoy the crap out of. And uh, then... They're best friends. They're best friends. They're best friends. I love that song. It's, it's kind so of it's like, a great song. It's be- I like that becoming best friends better than I like like Batman versus Superman. Them becoming best friends. Where I still like, haven't seen that movie. We have Thanks the same for the spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be best friends. Um, That's probably my favorite part. Where yeah. Hunter yells, "Jeff, you take your shirt off. How do you take your shirt off as well, so we can sell some goddamn tickets? <laughs> the show has everything. And if you would like <laughs> to know." Whether they take their shirt off or not, we'll tell you how to book tickets later. <laughs> um, um, as you after, might be disappointed <laughs> after <laughs> the f- the festival, fest- the festival, the festival, the King's festival. The King's um, festival. <laughs> they talk about taking the step to Broadway, and they talk about whether they should change the script and what things should go on. And they start talking about recasting, which is when Sutton Foster comes up. And 
Um, everyone gets very sad because Heidi doesn't want to be replaced. Um, Heidi's, and Heidi's going. She's got Heidi's another go, gig. she's got another gig. Um, so she's lots of blessed. this is where the tension the tension happens, and like everyone's just concerned that they're not going to get everything they wanted out of life. Oh, um, and then <laughs> we hear about Larry. Who's been on stage oh, the whole Larry. time? He's the keyboardist. Who I just want to throw out there is being played by Joel Curtis. Amazing. And he is so fantastic, it hurts my soul a little bit. Like, <laughs> he is actually so, 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 so talented. And uh, yeah, that's I can't my two cents. Wait for this particular yeah. moment where he gets very upset because he doesn't get to be in any of the photos, he doesn't oh, get to be in right. any of the like he Everyone goes on about wanting to, oh, the to be the part. Thing about the photo shoot is yeah. not on the recording. So mm. that must have been something that they, they had added. to have added. Yep. Um, yeah. So then everyone decides that they're not friends anymore and they all walk away. And then Hunter's like, oh, guys, I'm sorry. Oh, no. Um, and then everyone apologizes. And then Heidi mm. sings this beautiful song. And then everything's back to normal. And now they have to take the leap of faith. It will either go to Broadway or it will not go to Broadway. And their whole shot of getting it to Broadway is, is well, they thought it was going to be a big star. And they're going to do it without the big star and hopefully see what what happens Rock and, and roll. they talk about how they don't want to they there's more to life than just being a big success and everything it's about the, the friendships and the people who love you and doing right by them right. um and then they sing one of my favorite songs in the show which is nine people's favorite thing um and and we we get to the end of the show that was a very wordy all over the place plot um I think you covered it though. But that's that's oh, all of the show. It helps to you to take something that's a little off the wall. <laughs> you covered it. It's just Explain like it. throw it at the wall again. <laughs> see um, how it lands. Which is lands. almost really their creative process. Yeah. Let's just throw so everything just throw at the wall it. and see what See what happens. And um, get Sun Foster to take it to Broadway. Yeah. Yeah. So that is that is the plot oh, of this little see. one act music. Do we want to hear a little more about the songs? Oh I do. The song. So, title of show has a whole bunch of really cute songs in it. Bangers, fun stuff. Bangers, <laughs> fun banger stuff. Now it's starting to sound weird. So, Julie, let's talk about the songs. Let's. You ready for the best game ever? Yes. Yeah. What is it? It's called "I Say the Title." Alex sings a song. <gasps> Broadway musical numbers include Untitled opening number A D D D D Two Nobodies in New York New York <laughs> <laughs> An original musical Did you just call me a cracker? <laughs> <laughs> monkeys and playbills Monkeys and playbills and monkeys and monkeys because that's what I'm like the whole time because it is so high. <laughs> Actually, that's it. Well, just while we're on monkeys and playbills, um, it, it's a very surreal, almost like a dream ballet, you might say, <laughs> um, moment in the show. But the, the lyrics of this show, uh, scattered throughout them, is a whole bunch of show titles, specifically of very poor performing... 
Broadway musicals. 100%. So Not necessarily bad musicals, but just poor performing. Yeah, it didn't last long. Yeah. Which is um, a Hunter, Jeff, Jeff or Hunter, one of them. Jeff, co- Jeff collects, collects old school playbills. Playbills of shows that ran under 100 performances yeah, or like something like that. Yeah, really didn't do well. And so there's a whole bunch of them in there. And I have to say, until I saw it on stage... And they saw visuals of every time a title came up. Which yeah. may or may not happen. May or may not happen. <laughs> and it's not, not completely necessary, but um, until I saw that, I didn't realise how much of the lyrics so were show many. titles. Yeah. So because they're unknown shows. Yeah. How would you know? Kevin. <laughs> oh. Right. I'm just reading the lyrics now, and that makes a lot more sense. And she's on board. We've got it. And also a really, really cute story about monkeys. Yeah. Yeah. And things that you would have never heard of, like Got to Go Disco, which was like a a piss take on the Village People musical, apparently. (laughs) Like, oh my gosh. Weird, weird. Anyway, I love Carrie, but you know that's just. I'm really into this particular lyric. (laughs) Ladle into the barrel of monkeys that you call a head and scoop out an image image monkey. monkey. Oh, I think it's an image monkey. Well, blame all musicals. I do regularly blame (laughs) all musicals for teenagers coming up to me and singing incorrect lyrics because they've just learnt them off allmusicals.com. Anyway. What's the next song that happens okay. after Playbills and Monkeys? Are we ready? And Playbills. Oh, so, oh, we're ready. And monkeys and Playbills. The Tony Award song. What if the show won a Tony? Uh, excuse me, sorry. No, we decided not to do the Tony Award song. That's it, isn't it? Part of it all. Once again, it's just me singing, part of Fans to Captivate, like not but up another octave. <laughs> quite a few key changes in that one, right? Oh, so many. Too just many. keeps going. Too many. I am playing me. Oh, that's Heidi's song. It's actually one of my favourite songs. And this sounds like you're whinging about it. Oh, I love it. I love it. He's whinging that he doesn't get to sing it. So Heidi sings this one, but um, in between it... There's like a little Susan scene. is having a scene with God, with Hunter, Hunter um, talking <laughs> Thank about. Thank you for helping me. Yeah, keep no, that's okay. Jeff and Hunter, they're interchangeable in my mind. So right now, um, Larry and Heidi are at the keyboard, and they're trying to figure out a great song for Heidi because she's. On Broadway, and she's got an incredible voice. Yeah. And Hunter and Susan are talking about if the show is a little bit too much like donuts for dinner, there's nothing really kind of meaty about the show. So do the meteor joke. <laughs> <laughs> you have to come to the show. Like if you a want tiny asteroid meteor. <laughs> okay, what kind of girl is she? Uh, what kind of girl is she? Die vampire die. Die so sad. <laughs> Filling out the form. Filling out the form. Filling out the form. You have to do it in that kind of. Oh no, can't suck my nose. Cause your nose is my nose, bitch. Oh, see, I was oh. kidding. Are we allowed to say the b word on the podcast? We can bleep they it say b word on the radio. We're good. Okay, that's all right. Uh, montage part one, September song. Festival medley. Oh god, Vegetable she's medley. She's I'm gonna regret singing. I'm oh, really good. sad that the festival medley didn't happen in real life. That's what I'm sad about. That they didn't just like circle themselves. <laughs> they could have. <laughs> Montage part two, secondary characters, which didn't you say before was? It was a good song. Yeah, yeah. secondary characters. Yeah, secondary characters are singing a song. Yeah. Montage part three, development medley. It's just more festival medley. <laughs> yeah. The next part of the festival medley. It's just the bloody medley. 
change it, don't change it, forward slash, awkward photo shoot. All right, can someone so go? this is the whole ch- section. Ch- 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 oh. Great. That was nice. Production value. That That is the whole section that is not on the recording. So if you want to see that, you have to go see Understudy Productions show. Yep. Way back to then. Uh, This is also a tribute to Cher. Dancing in the backyard. (laughs) (laughs) Please tell me your Heidi doesn't do it like that. (laughs) Okay. I was about to go see the show for a completely different reason. (laughs) And I feel like this is a really good place to bring up. Has everyone seen the video of Cher doing West Side Story and playing all the parts? No. Let's not talk about it now, but everyone should look it up. We'll pop it on the Yeah, we should pop that on the face. Uh, nine people's favourite things. I'd rather be nine people's favourite thing. Definitely went out of tune there, YOLO swag. Yolo wow. Swag. <laughs> Finale. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's the end of the road. Amazing. That I think that was my favourite of them all. Thank you. Yeah. Very good. That was... <laughs> Look, now, maybe sarcasm. our listeners don't need to see the show now. Oh, they've just heard the highlights. They've just heard the the tenor version of the show. (laughs) There are a lot more voices, a lot more jokes, um, and just a lot more lyrics. Absolutely, than the highlights we've just heard. Yeah. On the cast recording, there are two more songs. (gasps) (gasps) Holy shit! What are they? Title of show. What? And oh my. Ground beef in a cup. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the beerness track that I was talking about before. This is ground beef in the cup. Um, well, title of show is the the bonus track, and then even the bonus track has like a little bit on the end that's like the tag of the bonus track. Yeah. So the track, the bonus track, title of show is an actual track, and then you know how really old school albums would have that last, oh the last gosh. track just Absolutely. had a big gap. Yeah. The the and then another little extra bit. Yeah, that's what that bit is. But they were too impatient to leave a huge gap. <laughs> it's just a tiny little gap, right. and then they sing again. Um, but yeah, is that that's it's Susan Blackwell sings ground beef. Is that so right? ground beef in a cup is Hardy with Susan. So this song was included in early versions of the show, but the medley became oh, really? what kind of girl is she? It is a hidden track combined into one track title of show on the online download of the album. And after the 15 seconds of silence, so yeah, they didn't wait yeah, long at all. Couldn't wait very long. It's probably on the old spot, too. You know, I think I, I think I have it. Yeah, probably definitely on the spot. Yeah, on the spot. So. Maybe only if you're a premium member. Well, I am on the <laughs> yes. seven-day trial, so can we not? Oh. not? <laughs> you know what? I think if you... This is not an ad for Spotify. If they would like to sponsor us, they can yeah, get in touch with us at patch.canonproductions.com. Yeah. I think, you know what, you might very get to hear good. it if you subscribe or become a patron of Musicals Taught Me Everything. Or just buy the soundtrack on iTunes. And also... <laughs> or you, um, whatever you buy soundtracks I on. I mean, I suppose you could do that. Spotify. <laughs> That's what I did, guys. If you could go ahead and approve our podcast. Thanks, Spotify. Cheers, thanks. Okay, thanks. Okay, thanks, buddy. Well, we just gave them free ads, so surely. Oh, my gosh. We sort of took them down now. Oh. I love um, Spotify. I, Spotify. I think we need to move on. Yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, let's talk about the uh, cast 
and the amazing super special effects that are involved in your average everyday production of title of show. Yeah. Um, so quite famously, if we can just cover those special effects first. Yes. What are those special effects? Well, Miranda? the um, the set designer really had to work hard on this one. Mm. It has no set. Um, <laughs> the only would we call them props or set? I'm not sure. Four chairs and a keyboard. Quite famously in. Well, the technically eight chairs and what? a keyboard. Yes. So they start the show with four chairs that don't match. They all have very mm. individual chairs. I've Do never heard get... this. What? <laughs> Do they get matching chairs later? Yeah. Well, the final part of the show in the, 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 the Broadway version, I'm pretty sure, is at the very end... Just before the bows, everyone's left the stage, that and the four not, <laughs> the four mismatched chairs fly up, and diamond encrusted ones come down. That was just for the Broadway yeah. run. Yeah, but okay. don't forget also about halfway through the show, the chandelier flies in, and then straight and after a that, the helicopter. Yeah. yeah, and then and then Heidi actually flies off and sings yeah. to find gravity and then, as well. Like, Jeff and Hunter do a tap dance. Before Defying oh, Gravity was around the wall and on the roof. Okay, so um, if I all can't tell if you guys are lying. <laughs> Total Definitely lying. lying. Total lying. <laughs> Once again, book tickets to the understudy production version. That's going to have all these amazing special effects. Um, but quite famously, in the uh, in the show, they actually clearly state four chairs and a keyboard. That's yes. it. That's all we need. And ourselves. What makes us a Broadway musical? Four chairs and a keyboard. What if made we'll be fine with just those four chairs, and we'll be fine with just this keyboard. (laughs) No production element. No, No well, you can you can add production elements. And like I said, monkeys and playbills. Yeah, absolutely. There's there's often some you know lighting. When Oscar did it, they set it in a a living room, like you. When it was at yeah, the powerhouse. Yeah, it was on Broadway, they said in the living room. Yeah. You know who I think would love the show? Stage managers. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, for them. Reset for act one. Done. Let's and go home. Great. Let's go. Yeah. Well, there we right. yeah. <laughs> So let's move on to talking about the cast. Now, again, this is something that we've pretty much already covered. The original Broadway cast. Uh, Jeff Bowen, who was also the uh, music writer. See? Hunter Bell. Wrote the book. See? This is see, see. Jeff and Hunter. Uh, their friend, their actual genuine friends, uh, <laughs> Susan Blackwell and mm. Heidi Blickenstaff. Mm, is that even Blickenstaff. how you pronounce it? Oh, great question. Um, and joining them on stage, Larry Presgrove, who also acted as their MD behind the scenes and as their entire orchestra on that one keyboard uh, during so the show. Great. He has a couple of lines. He does have a couple of lines. He does have a couple of lines. And um, in other productions and in the script, if you license it now, they specify that if Larry should need to be played by a lady Larry, Mm. her name should be Mary. Isn't that inventive? And it used to be Larietta. Oh, God. (laughs) Mary's better than Larry. with Mary. Uh, So the... The other notables in the original cast were the two standbys. So Courtney Ballon, Ballon, we'd have to ask her. Love a good standby. Um, was the standby for both the ladies and Benjamin Howes, the standby for both the gents. Benny. Um, <laughs> Benny. Oh, Team Benny. Um, <laughs> we haven't got to that yet for that next episode. Uh, <laughs> so... I, I think it would have been a really interesting situation to be in in that original production where the whole thing was yeah. about 
it was about seeing the actual people perform as themselves to then get a cover. Yeah, well, it actually talks about that in the show. So there's this line where Jeff goes... Are we just going to call it... Call, I keep going into an American accent when I go to say a line. <laughs> so I've been in rehearsals all day. Anyway, um, so there's a line basically where Jeff goes, oh, are we going to call the characters our names or are we going to change them to someone else? And Hunter basically basically goes, says to my character, yeah, because it would be really weird if I was like, hey, Alex, and then it moves on. <laughs> and, they, and that's what they had in the show. So if the standby was on, they would be like, hey, Benny, and they'd be like, ha, 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 that's funny, and then it would go back. So oh. it comments on it in the show. So they, it's all, all means you also there. have to buy a program. It's well prepared. So <laughs> Bumped my mark there. Sorry. Um, so the interesting thing about where you get your your curious celebrity mm. performers in on the show is in these voicemail messages, the phone messages that keep popping up during the thing. And um, uh, one of the first few that they got. So this is in their for the festival run. They had Adina Menzel. Um, who Dana. would have been early in the Wicked Run at that point, Washington. and Sutton Foster, who would have been uh, toward the end of her run in Millie. I never yeah. heard about Adina. Adina. Adana. Adina. Yes. Yeah. Ms. Menzel, if you please. Oh. Um, when they Nadim, went... Nadim Nazel. <laughs> <laughs> Yaha. When they went to Off-Broadway, they also had a little bit of cameo from uh, Christine Ebersole. She's, it's one of those names that you might not know, but if you saw her face, you would absolutely know her. And just a little special <laughs> bit from me, she won a Tony for playing Dorothy Brock in 42nd Street Revival. Yes, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I know the name. Uh, but most people would know her from TV and movies, various appearances. Um, when they moved to Broadway, they got Patty Lapone. Oh, Patty! Yep. What? Patty Lapone did one of the phone messages for the Broadway season. Wow! It's on Wikipedia, but who are you going to get, Alex? <laughs> huh? Who are you going to get? Who am I going to yeah. get for the yeah. show? Well, I actually think that I have the best cast. You could ever have in Brisbane. So you're not going to do any of them. Oh, we're, talking, <laughs> we're talking specifically about the phone messages. Yeah. So who are you getting to do your celebrity phone messages? You know, I might actually have Sutton. What? Just saying, I might have it. Well, we won't know until we see it. Exactly. God, oh. I'm so looking forward to the so part of the show where we get there. to find out how to buy tickets. We actually, the thing is with our production too is. A thing that I like to do with all my productions, I don't think there's any point in recreating something that's already been done. Um, so, And this is a good show to make it new. And, yeah, I think also the way that this show is, it's, it's so essentially these four people that you can never really do justice to being them. But what you can do for the show is you can find... The actors can find their likenesses to the character and bring themselves to that character and kind of put a, that spin on it. Yeah. So there are certain things that um, we will do differently. Okay, so I accept it. There will be some voicemails and there will be some... Non-voicemails? Who knows? Text Mime messages. <laughs> oh! Audio visual components. Skype calls. <laughs> FaceTimes. It's getting so interesting. Is it an all-nude production? <laughs> you know what? There is some male nudity. Just the tip. And girl on girl Just action. And girl on girl action. 
Yaha. Um, let's get back to fancy <laughs> cast news. Yes. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, We've gone off the rails. For, for anyone who knows him, Scott Garneman played Hunter in London when the show moved there. Um, you might know the name. If you don't, well, then he's just a guy who played the role in a show. Don't worry about it. Um, but the other notable... <laughs> was a 2010 New Jersey run that only ran for about a month but included Lauren Kennedy. Lauren, Why does that name sound Yeah, familiar? original cast of Sideshow but probably more notably originated the role of Kathy in the last five years for the development of the show in Chicago. Uh, did not travel with the show, did not do awkward. the cast recording. Oh, that's and in fact, she's she's often been that's just awkward. missed out on the cast recording of things. No. She would do a show and then leave it just before they recorded well, it. But do you think she left it or they were like, oh, great, we want to get someone else. That's I don't know. Fine. I don't know. You'd have to ask her. We don't want this recorded, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you sure that's not the case? Oh, Lauren, I feel sad. Um... The Australian premiere, anyone interested? Yes. Uh, Sydney, wasn't it not? Melbourne, so oh, Is it as good as uh, Sydney was very soon after in the same year? Yeah. Uh, Melbourne, David Spencer, Michael Lindner, Laura Fitzpatrick and Lara Thu and mm. a Mary instead of a Larry, Sophie Thomas. I don't know any of those names. Neither do I, sad. but I thought I, I would say it. I feel like Chris, Chris Stewart, who we were talking about earlier, had a part <laughs> In the first productions here in Australia, that may have been the Sydney. May have been the Sydney. Um, but I thought that was a little fun fact worth throwing out there. Yeah, do it. Well um, done, Chris. And that's all I've got. Um, that show, incidentally, was uh, self-produced by the director, Aaron Joyner. Who, uh, thanks. Shout out to Aaron. Shout out to Aaron. Aaron. Um, so, Alex, that's please me. tell us about the um, Brisbane not quite the premiere of title of show. The Understudy Productions So the Understudy cast. Productions features this banger cast. I actually... Alex, <laughs> stop talking about yourself as a banger. I, know, I, I love like, bangers. Alex, you're in the cast. So, well, actually, it's really funny because in the show, Jeff and Heidi are kind of best friends and one of my best friends, uh, Australia's Lauren McKenna, Life. at Lauren McKenna Graham, is playing um, Heidi, who is just this super, super beautiful, talented, amazing human... Um, she's currently playing Jan in Grease Serena Experience. She was Martha and Miss Fleming in Heathers that everyone bloody loved. She was damn fine. She was amazing. She was. Sydney Theatre Award winner as well. Ooh. Um, so she's so fantastic. She's kind of like, she's, she's, she's Heidi. Heidi. She is a Heidi. And you would say maybe she's the Heidi of your show. Oh, like one award winning. 100%. <laughs> And then for Susan, we have a Rayleigh Roke, who is our resident American here in Brisbane. And resident it's American. so funny because she's... <laughs> the she's, token American. She's actually resident American. She's so dry and she makes me laugh so much in rehearsals. It's so good having her there. She's an and absolute perfect fit for Susan. I cannot fit. wait to see her in this role. Yeah, it's yeah. really so interesting excited. because I suppose... Lauren being a really good friend and knowing Ray, I was like, I wonder what these two are going to like connect like, which is kind of funny because in the show... That's exactly that's, what that's happens. That's exactly what happens, but they get along so well. They blend so well. They're so amazing. Um, Hunter is Jackson McGovern, uh, a con grad, who is, I think personally, he could be one of the best, if not the best music theatre actor here in Brisbane. He has this ability... To be both 
stupidly truthful, awesome, funny, all at the same time. So I think he's beyond talented, beyond talented. When he, um, when we filmed his audition to send it off to our director, um, who was in London at the time, I just laughed so much. I was like, now that smashed it, <laughs> I'm done. Blessed. I um, would have to agree with you on, on yeah. that one. I love Jackson. I think he is phenomenal in every role he's ever played, and I cannot wait. Yeah, to see when I show. saw him uh, in his uni production of Hair playing Claude, um, I bawled my eyes out. So good, like Aww. actually hurt my soul. And then playing Jeff is kind of a disappointment. Um, well, you probably got, there's the, always one in the there's cast. There's always one week late. You can't have a perfect cast. <laughs> exactly, it's, it's exactly. So, yeah. You know, he basically got cast for his stellar body because he has <laughs> to take his shirt off. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know what I look like, that is not true. Um, <laughs> that was sarcasm. Thanks to Diffa. Thanks to Diffa. So, I might take your shirt I, off now and we'll judge. <laughs> nah, 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 take your shirt off. So, I will be playing um, Jeff. And I like to think I'm a solid 7 out of 10 when it comes to music theatre, you know? <laughs> Always room for improvement. Such a Jeff But I'm not terrible, you know? Like, I could definitely be worse. We'll have to get the rest of the cast on to talk about yeah, you. Yeah. And you, you mentioned your Larry earlier. Yes. Oh, Joel. Oh, bless. So Joel Curtis is this fantastic, fantastic human. He's this amazing MD. So he studied, he did the music theatre course. Um, down at NIDA. Um, he studied at ED5, which is a great school in Sydney as well. He's now teaching at the Con. He's doing his master's in pedagogy. And I, I don't think we could have found a more appropriate Larry. <laughs> One, because he is so talented. He's actually a fantastic performer, which... Because you, I just you need not, someone in yeah, the, who's comfortable in the performance role. It's not just an MD realm. role. It, it's, yeah. a perfor- it's a performance role. Yeah. And he's like from day one when we were smashing out the harmonies, I was like, oh, my God, this is perfect. It's, couldn't be happier. So, so, so stoked. And Ian, our director who directed our first production we ever put on, um, he just has this incredible ability to bring this naturalism out in the show in the show which i think is so important he's always about truth and speaking and like uh, speech quality through song um and i love him to death i worked on him uh at university when we did blood brothers and it was possibly one of the most apart from the first show i ever did way back (laughs) forever ago in 2008 oh gosh um i was 21 um I, it, it was probably the most special experience I ever had in a show. So, well, Whoa. we're really looking forward to seeing it. Uh, KB especially, but yeah. um, all the rest of us too. We'll let you give us our booking details yeah, in absolutely. a moment. We're going to yeah. get there. Let's get there. But first, we need to get talk there. about who we would cast other than those four slash five amazing people. <laughs> so let's have a think about our dream cast, guys. So, who's in the dream cast of Title of Show? I'm going to jump in first and say Zach Efron. <laughs> <laughs> yes! No, yes, absolutely yes, not. Yes, I was yes, saying yes. that so it could be embargoed and it wouldn't be brought Alex, up. Alex, I don't know if you know this, but it's um, a game between Julie and I to mention <laughs> Zach Efron at least once in 
And that's why I brought it up so you guys didn't mention it, but I did. That's okay. But you know what? This round But Alex, which role are you definitely not casting Zach Efron in? I'm definitely not casting Zach Efron as stage manager because I don't think he would be reliable. <gasps> that is shocking. So wrong with I you. actually would give him one of the voicemail messages. He'd be the cameo. Yeah. Oh, oh that's, yeah. A, that's a great idea. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I know where I can put him every house. Yeah. I know where I'm putting Zach Efron. In, in fact, Alex, if you could organise that musical. for your production. Yeah, sure. As a Zac Efron cameo on we the voicemail. We've yeah. tagged him in so many of these. And, and then one we day he'll, like, he'll send a restraining how, order. <laughs> how excited would you be if I made that happen? I reckon I could. Do it. I think if you... Sorry, how many Instagram followers do you have? <laughs> Is one of no, them Zac I, Efron? I, like, <laughs> oh, maybe Zac Efron would be harder. Maybe sometimes. I just always think people are always so much more willing to help out than you would ever realise. I sound like such a wanker right now. <laughs> <laughs> he seems like a really nice guy. And yeah. if you do if you get in contact ask. with him and he says yes and you don't introduce Julia and I to Zac Efron. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, can we? Absolutely not. Anyway, back can to we dream leave this? Cast. We'll leave yeah. this with Alex and dream if you cast. ever you know, I, we'll look forward to that. Do we'll I need to pen, buy tickets? Do I need to pen a reminder memo to Alex? To Alex, yeah. do it now. Dear um, Alex. Alex, dear diary. Don't <laughs> um, So for realsy though. For realsy, I kind of like to see Skylar Aston in Who? probably the role yeah. of Jeff. He was in Who's... Pitch Perfect. Um, he plays the main dude. Yep. Jesse. Jesse. Is he named Jesse? Or did I just make that up? I, I don't know. He's not Ben Platt, <laughs> but he's the other guy. Um, I think he'd, he'd do an okay job. He'd do a pretty good I'd job. I'd like to anyway. see Neil Patrick as a cheeky hunter. A cheeky hunter. As long as it's a cheeky one. Interesting. Is, is he a little old for the role now, though? Is he, uh, is he aging I actually, out? I actually don't oh th- my I don't goodness, think, Neil Patrick Harris and Nathan Fillion in general. Yeah. We can't just oh. put Nathan Fillion <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Zac Efron, Nathan Fillion. Yes. <laughs> Every show. The I'm going to throw it out there that I don't think age matters in this show too. I, don't I think really it does don't think it does. Oh, cool. Because it's all about like two, it's two nobodies in New York and they just bring their friends on. Never does it ever reference age. It, it, it just has, talks about it has tr- a youthful tone in it. But about I, it I don't, maybe an I older don't, cast will make it seem more. Desperate. I think you can be careless. <laughs> but I mean, people make it for the first time in film and TV and music theater and on Broadway at like fifty and sixty all the time. Like, oh God, I hope so. Yeah. It's the last hope I had. I, I don't think. I don't think age matters. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, this you heard it here, opinion. folks. Age, age doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Um. In that case, not <laughs> Helen Mirren. <laughs> not Helen Mirren as Susan Blackwell. <laughs> yes, Maggie Smith. Um, She's also Ian a McKellen Susan type, though. Oh, uh, so Ian, <laughs> so Ian, so Ian, so Ian, you shall not pass. Yeah, I like it. No, um, in all seriousness. Yeah, to be honest, it's one of those weird shows because sometimes the ideal cast is. It's the original cast because it is them. It's them. It's them. Yeah. So, or like any anyone could kind of. I, I have to say, my personal dream cast is seeing the originals. In yeah. The yeah. That is my personal dream. Yeah. yeah. Larry and all. Pratch. Larry. Pratch. And all. Yeah. yeah. Could they could they remount it? Do you think has it been too too much time? Can they could do it. They wrote another show. Yeah. Now here I something. What is it now? Something. I don't know. 
It's a lot of silence. I'm just trying to fill that now. Um, <laughs> please talk amongst yourselves while we use the internet. I think Jane Krasowski. Mike Wazowski. <laughs> She'd be a Horizon pretty funny Heidi. Heidi, yeah. Yeah. Now hear this. Now hear this. That was it. That was the name of the show. Well done remembering, yeah, Alex. <laughs> I'm very good. unprompted remembering. I'm really good at Google. There's got to be more. There's got to be more. Just like pretty much any, a, a whole bunch of. You know who would be great? Nathan Lane. Yeah. Yeah. And Matthew Broderick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then it is kind of back to producers again. Yeah. The for, it, oh, hello, folks. I don't know why I'm singing for, into the follies. Like, it has no relevance at all. <laughs> well, they do. We like it. Yeah. It's fine. You do what you do. You do what it's, you do. It's all good. So we're really. I really would love to see the original cast play yeah. a role. It's just to okay. see. Let's lock it in. You know, it's a fun game, though. Call me Eddie. Lock it in. Where do we put Zac Efron? No. <laughs> Who's your dream game? Australian girl? Oh! Jeez. Is Lisa <laughs> a Susan or a Heidi? I think oh. she's more of a stage manager. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's, she's Heidi and yeah, Magda Zvansky is Susan. She's oh, my God, Heidi. I would love that. <laughs> or uh, Gemma <laughs> Rick says Susan. Oh, actually, yeah. And okay, Lucy Jurek. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I would actually like actually, to see it. I, I would hate that. They're both I, actually so talented, so yeah. I would love to see that. And and very like down to earth. Absolutely. The they're so nice. Humans. Yeah. Just work with Gemma on Greece, and she's the nicest human alive. Like just bloody to die for. Great personality. To die for. You know? What about the boys? Hmm. <laughs> Maybe. This is actually a show where <gasps> Anthony Clear could be good. No. Uh, <laughs> no, but like. I'm going to stand Anthony strong Clear with you, Alex. Well, it would be Anthony yeah. and Tim Campbell. Again. Again. I think that they would be the what, pairing that happened. Would you say they would be the Mark and Roger? <laughs> <laughs> what about. No, who could be a hunt? Who would be a great. I hunter? think. I think Mitchell Butel would be amazing. Oh, in this show. yes. <gasps> yeah. Yes. Rowan Witt. Okay, done. I don't know who that is. Rowan Witt is an actor from Sydney. Really fantastic. Um, he was in the Australian premiere of Dogfight. Oh. And he is currently that the is standby. Your favorite show, my favourite show, lately. Currently the standby for Elder McKinley on Book of Mormon. Oh, amazing. Yeah, perfect. Um, All right, done. Amazing. So um, give those guys a call. We'll find them a good Larry and Lock it uh, in. get this Dear done. guys. Not until after yours closes, <laughs> though, obviously. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's move on. Top five lists. Okay, number one is going to be top five shows you should see in Brisbane. Yes. It's gonna in the top five shows about writing a show. Yes. Like top five musicals for musical people. Oh, one hundred percent. Hundred percent sees. Think of four others. Sorry, I'm I'm reading Zane's (laughs) sign language. But think of four but think of four others. Like four others. Just because there isn't four others doesn't mean it can't be. Forty seconds straight. It means it's in the top two. Sorry, what, what are we topping? What showbiz? What? I wasn't Musicals <gasps> about running top a musical. Five oh, well, then mu- the producers. I'm going to say top five musicals with little to no production value. 
guess. Yeah. Top five Broadway cheapest musicals. Broadway musicals. Yeah. <laughs> cheapest one. Cheapest Broadway musicals. Um, but it definitely comes here. It's really good. Top five musicals missing a title. <laughs> <laughs> top five musicals to use brackets effectively. <laughs> Um, yes, top five small cast shows. So we worked out that oh, they're yes, just called absolutely bracket. top five. Top five small, small cast shows. shows. 100%. Yes, it's got a Tony nom. Like that's, I don't know if you could find five shows that had Tony nom with less than five people in the cast. Absolutely not. I mm, guarantee it's a challenge. It's a challenge for putting out no, to no, you. No, next to normal high Twitter <laughs> and my Instagram followers who I don't. What is your Instagram, Alex? At Alex Woodward. W O O D W A R D. All one word, all, all lowercase. All one word, all lowercase. Okay. <laughs> I always find it funny when people say, is that all lowercase when you give them an email address? I feel yeah. like saying, it literally yeah, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It will still get to it's the like internet. We'll figure it out. It's like if someone on a website was like, HTTP. Semi colon. Okay, back to top fives. Top fives, top fives. Top five. Keyboard only shows. Keyboard only shows. Top five shows. Yeah. Top five. Ooh, there are a few one-act musicals. Name them. I challenge. But they have to I'm be top five Bam. good ones. A Chorus Line. Oh, oh yeah, true. Oh. Does that not have an intermission? Yeah, it's one act. No, it's oh. very. Oh, it feels like Drowsy it has. Chaperone. Not if it's done well. Not if it's done well. Drowsy Chaperone is one act. There's got to be a shitload of other one-act shows. Well, mm. I'm going to say it's. Title show is in the top five. I'm no in the top five. Else. Okay, I'm going to give it to um, you. I'm going to pay it. <laughs> top five. Musicals where you where the MD is present on stage on stage MD as like a character. I'm almost oh as a character, yes. Yeah, I mean there are lots of shows now that have the band on stage. Yeah, yeah, preach, yeah preach, on preach, 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 on stage, on stage, on the stage. Absolutely, everybody, um, everybody, everybody in the whole wide world. That was Vanessa Amorosi. Not relevant. <laughs> it was uh, top five. Broadway successes that ran under a hundred performances was it, it under a hundred and three? I think one hundred and three. Oh, oh, God damn it! Like, ruined it. Top five shows to get to Australia within the year that it went to Broadway. Like it didn't take very long. Didn't take long. No, it didn't take long it, at all. It had been playing at the help me. At the 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 off Broadway venue. At the off Broadway venue. Yeah, yeah. yeah, for a long. But time. But not on Broadway. And then, and, then it, and then it got its Tony nom from being on Broadway Elves. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it mm-hmm. came to Australia in the same year. Yeah. Uh, the year after. The year I think. after. 2010. That's still and pretty it's soon. Opened on Broadway in 08. So, yeah. Two years. I, well, if you're going from when it opened on Broadway, then yes, because the run was short. It was a short run. So, if it had right. run on Broadway for six I years, we wouldn't have got it until. That's true. Okay, all right. No, no. I say, um, what else? Um, I think that's a pretty solid list. That's top a solid fives. list. You're done. You're like top I need to go home. five <laughs> podcasts <laughs> needs to be over with strong female characters. Oh, can which I say I absolutely love, 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 love. There's not enough role. Not enough. Sh- oh, wow, I'm getting oh, loud. He's getting political passion shows. Uh, Musicals where women are put in positions of power, so I think it's really exciting when there are shows that do that. And I think the the thing about the way we see these women, oh, top five shows that meet the Bechdel test. 
these neither of these two women fall in love with anybody else in the no. show. No. It's not about romance and how they fit into a man's world. No. Absolutely. It is everybody I in the show stands so on their yeah. own and there's no Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Go on. So there you go. I think we'll end there. Love Please. it. Yeah. I'm loving it. Let us get to the purpose of the show. What lessons have we or can we learn from bracket, title of show bracket? That three-week deadlines pay off. (laughs) I'm a big believer that you don't, wow, words, that you don't get things done unless you have a deadline. Mm. So I think that's a lock it in, Eddie. Yeah. Absolutely. And the whatever you've got, just submit it. Just Just get it it in. Just put in something. Yeah. My um, lecturers, I was notorious for not handing in assignments. My (laughs) lecturers (laughs) said to me on more than one occasion, just put your name on a piece of paper and submit it so that I can give you a grade. (laughs) Okay? It doesn't doesn't have to be good. Just put your notes together and throw them in so that you don't fail. Fail. Yeah. Yeah. Preach, 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 preach. I feel you. Yeah. Um, so there you go. Mm. A good lesson for university students. I do also think, you know, it teaches about like hard work, perseverance. These guys, I mean, how old would they have been? They would have been almost 40 when it went to Broadway. What? Yeah, because I'm pretty sure Jeff now is 46. So 10 years back, so he would have been 36. 36. 36. That sounds more like it, you know? And for them, it was the first show they worked on on Broadway, Hold up. and they were living in New York City. So I'm 36. <gasps> it's Miranda, it's submit time. for it the New York Theatre Festival. I'm gonna do it, guys. You have three I'm weeks. Write an original musical. <laughs> <laughs> I think the show just really speaks to performers, especially because it is such a hard slog, and it's a never. Ending slog, and you're always wondering, okay, great, where's my next paycheck going to come from? Where's my next couch that I'm going to be able to crash on when I have to go somewhere and do an audition? So yeah. it's like it, it addresses those issues, and I think it's really it's real. And, a bit yeah. of a solidarity piece for yeah. us artists. Hell. Yeah, Hell. yeah. Um, uh, one of my favorite numbers in the show is Die Vampire Die. Mm. And oh. Um, My personal takeaway from that number is don't listen to the vampire of despair. Don't let the muggles get you down. Uh I don't think I have a single friend in music theatre that hasn't had anxiety Mm. at some point. Like not a single friend. I mean, I'm not very popular, but still. <laughs> Those oh, that that's not what your Instagram account says, <laughs> mister. But, like, it's such a thing. I think about before an audition, I am literally packing myself before every audition, before every opening and all that, and we let these voices get into our head, and I really don't know why, because, you know, yellow swag. Yolo <laughs> <laughs> That was the piece of wisdom for everyone. Yeah. This yeah, is what we've learned from title of the show. show. Hashtag YOLO swag. You know what? I, I think learned? that's that's one of the really important messages of the show. And yeah. is that that like you said that solidarity. And Preach. sometimes that it can be solidarity within yourself, you know? Yeah. Just what is it? Paint that painting. Yep. Finish paint, the, the paint dry. Yeah. Yeah. I learned much cheerier messages. Yeah. Like what? I learned that uh, sometimes to sell tickets, you have to take your shirt off. 
Take your shirt off. And we shall see if that works. Not for Mr. Shirt off. Yeah. Take off your shirts. I couldn't swear. You chose not to, and we appreciate it. No problem. Happy to be here. Easy to work with. Um, there's got to be more. There's got to be plenty. Oh, friendship wins overall. Yes. Um, the opening number literally teaches you exactly how to write an opening <laughs> number. It gives you the formula of writing an opening nice. number. It teaches you that it's okay to just have a few people who love you instead of hundreds of people Is kind of I liking would you. Be, I would rather <laughs> yeah. be nine people's favourite things than, than, 100 than have 1,500 followers on Instagram. <laughs> It's not that many. <laughs> it's really not that many. It's Lauren's, all about perspective, Lauren, Alex. And some Lauren's, of us don't even have an Instagram account, okay? <laughs> I think Lauren has like 5,000 Instagram followers. She's oh, real Lauren. Popular. Chris Pratt has like 16 million trillion. So it's all... <laughs> million trillion? Yeah. Really, KB? And, and dope abs. It's, <laughs> it's fact, Miranda. <laughs> Do we have any more lessons to throw out there? Yeah, I learned that um, Sutton Foster has a finger in literally every musical pie <laughs> classic sudden i learned that when you go to broadway you must have patty you must have patty you must have patty um great yeah i think we'll leave it there awesome So we came together, we talked about Tyler's show, we learned some things and we shared them with you. And now we need to share with you the most important information Alex has. Oh, yay. How do we book the tickets? So the best way to book tickets is to go to haywardstreet.com.au. Um, so at Stafford, Haywood Street Studios, there's a awesome little 100-seat uh, theatre. It's fully licensed. You can come have come early, have a bevy, take a bevy inside, lots of parking. So there's um, only from... only 100 tickets to each show. To each show. That is so few when there are so many people who want to see it. So get in quick. Get in quick. Tickets are from $39. Uh, we have preview starting on the 31st. We open on the 1st of September. Um, Red leather yeah. date. So come on, come on down. Get it done. I will come on down. If you want more information, you can head to our Facebook page, which is just facebook.com forward slash understudyproductions or at understudyproductions on Instagram. Alternatively, you can go to our website, which is understudyproductions.com. I'm sensing a theme. Follow me on the gram, which is at Alex Woodward, and I'll post about it relentlessly. (laughs) (laughs) Whether you want to hear about it or not, here it is. So um, end of the month, then First of September, opening huh? night. Yes, yes. Um, and how long will you play? Um, so we're doing that first weekend. We're doing Friday night, Saturday, Saturday, Sunday, uh, and then the next weekend we have a Friday and Saturday show. Cool. That's it. So There's only about. We've only got about. I think it's six shows on sale. So. Yeah. So that's only 600 tickets all up. I would get I feel in. Like that's not enough. I have a feeling yeah. it's this, Brisbane has this thing where people leave things to the last minute. Don't do that. We be hate some that. People disappointed when they can't get tickets on the second weekend. So, yes. I would do it now. Just saying. Just yeah. do it. Just all the now. details will Nike. be in the right, show notes. So, if yeah. you didn't write any of that stuff down, don't worry about don't it. Worry because about it. you can just click the link yeah. at the bottom and we'll send you straight to give me your money. I'll give you a oh, ticket. Yay. That is the official. <laughs> Official. Um, while we're talking official contact dates, here's ours for musicals taught me everything Strapping I know. Uh, Facebook.com 
musicals taught me everything I know. You've got to type out the whole thing. The whole thing now. The whole thing. Uh, Twitter musicals teach me. Uh, you can check out our Patreon if you want to chuck us a couple of bucks a month. We'll give you some extra special information, including the test podcast. The oh, test episodes guys. were ridiculous. Um, and you only get to find out what they were like mm-hmm. by hanging out with us and being a patron of the arts and mainly us. Um, or you can check us out at our home on the web. That's not canonproductions.com. You can check out all of our associated podcasts there or our specific page by putting in one of those fancy little Beck slashes and then Ooh. M-T-M-E-I-K. Music has taught me everything. I know just the first letters, though. Don't get too excited. And if you want to send us an email, you can send us some questions or maybe corrections yeah. of anything we've said. Uh, musicals taught me podcast at gmail.com. So that's all of us. And we have really loved talking to you, Alex Woodward from hey. Understudy Productions. Yes. Thanks for coming. We wish Alex. you all the best for your Happy production of title of show. Thanks um, for having we'll see me. You. We'll see you there. We'll be there. Yes. I can't wait to hear next week's episode. Really? Yeah, I can't. Oh. Do you want to know what it's about? Yeah, what's it going to yeah, be Yeah, what's it going to be, Miranda? We are going to talk about my favourite show, after 42nd Street, of course, Rent. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. I'm not even kidding you. We're going to talk. Is it that the one that Chris you deleted? I deleted it, but of... we can talk about it okay. anyway. So can Chris... we talk about it? Are you talking about that one? Um, I'm actually, unfortunately, not available next week. But... <laughs> Zane is going to be back and he is going to talk to Chris Thompson all about Rent. So hey. if you want to know what happens in AIDS yeah. the Musical. Uh, <laughs> subscribe <laughs> on iTunes. That's it. Um, okay, that was a terrible note to end on. But hey, guys, musicals taught me everything I know. And I have been Miranda Selwood at the table with me. <laughs> Kristen Barros. <laughs> Julie Eisentrager. And thank you to our extra special first and very wonderful guest, Alex Woodward. Alex Woodward. That's me. <laughs> okay, thanks for listening. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.